Want to discover how much money your email marketing can actually bring you? If that's the case, let our team of email marketing experts show you how. With our free email marketing audit, we'll conduct a comprehensive analysis of your email marketing efforts, provide you with action plan, and show you how to effectively segment and convert your audience. Simply go to flowium.com slash audit and book your audit today. Today, we'll talk about how you can actually tweak your existing flows to make sure your automations are ready for the big show. 2020 is projected to be the largest year in the history. We will be talking about the holidays again. Who's ready for the holidays? Welcome to Email Einstein, a podcast by Flowium. It's time to start honing your inner marketing Einstein. Tune in for the data-driven tips that'll make you a marketing genius. Here you'll find email marketing formulas and tips straight from the brilliant mad scientists at Flowium. It's time for your emails to start earning more money. It's time to unleash your Einstein. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode here at Email Einstein. Vera and Elisa here. We are two email marketers at an email marketing agency called Flowium. We are so passionate about email marketing, and because we love what we do, we want to share our insights with you. Flowium is one of the fastest growing email marketing agencies in the world. We specialize in providing a premium, full-service e-commerce email marketing experience for all of our clients. Our service is tailored specifically for your business and is designed to help increase your online retail revenue by 20 to 50%. Deliver the right message to the right person at the right moment, and that's what we're all about here at Flowium. Start sending emails that generate revenue on autopilot. Our step-by-step -step course will show you how to create highly engaging email automations that can add up to 50% to your revenue. Check it out at flowing.com slash LC. So Vera, hit us with today's episode because it's definitely a relevant one. <laughs> it's a very relevant one. And remember a few episodes ago, we were joking about this holidays are coming song. Yep. Well, I have it yep. here with me. Let's listen. You do, you do. <laughs> Is that the one? Oh, that's the one. Yeah, right? yeah. Holidays Yay. are coming. Holidays are coming. And we are not just like jamming here because we like this song because probably it's not the best song to have a party with. But we will be talking about the holidays again. Who's ready for the holidays? Not me, for no, sure. No, not me. Not me. At not all. me. Not yet. But seriously, though, it's like never too early to start planning for the holidays, especially if you are in e-commerce, and especially this year when we witnessed a huge surge in online shopping due to the global pandemic. More more than ever, people are going to the internet in 2020 for shopping. And as a result, 2020 is projected to be the largest year in the in terms of e-commerce sales in the history of the world. So it's going <laughs> to hit $1.1 trillion oh gosh. for the first time in history, according to Clavier Research. Jeez. Like $1.1 trillion, these numbers don't even like register in my head. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be that's gonna be a big one. So suddenly your e-commerce holiday strategy has become even more important than ever. So no pressure here whatsoever. <laughs> and 
we partially talked about it in our episode number 11. So we kind of did our predictions on what to expect this holiday season. Well, today we'll talk about how you can actually tweak your existing flows a little bit to make sure your automations are ready for the big show. And we hope that this email marketing guidelines and recommendations will help you to get unstuck and move towards your best Q forever. So, yeah. but before we go there, my favorite part of the podcast, Alyssa, hit us with your pro tip of the week. Our pro tip of the week. I love it. And we actually won't be doing this for the next couple of episodes because of our, our guest interview. So I'm excited. This will be the, the last one for a couple, but we'll be back. Don't you worry. Um, so for this week's pro tip of the week, we are suggesting that you try using countdown timers in your emails for the holidays, which I've actually never personally done. And one of my clients jokingly said to do that this week. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Maybe, maybe we will try it. So countdown timers or clocks are a great way to add a sense of urgency to your emails and forms. This works particularly well for like flash sales, special promos that you're hosting, or even holiday messaging. So Clavio doesn't actually have a built-in countdown timer functionality, but there are different ways, different platforms, different different methods that you can use in order to add the countdown timers to your Clavio template. So make sure that you do a little research to see what fits for you and your brand best. Our in-house recommendation is promofeatures.com. That's one that we've used pretty frequently with our clients. If I do end up using this countdown timer idea, so for, for one of my clients, he kind of said it jokingly, but what we're looking at doing is potentially hosting a special pre-sale or pre-Black Friday sale promo. And that will go out on the Wednesday. So the day before Thanksgiving or the Wednesday before Black Friday, the promo is going to last for six hours and it's actually going to be a discount that's higher than what's going to be offered from Black Friday through Cyber Monday weekend. And that will only be to very special VIP customers. So people who have a very high lifetime value for the client. So that's what we're looking at doing. And we're like, hey, countdown timer would make sense because if it's a six hour long promo, promo then someone looks at their email and it's like 30 seconds left and you gotta run I know I know so yeah I've I've used them I've used them a lot for my um like holidays campaigns as well last year Uh, but back then we didn't have like all of the tools that we are using right now or we didn't know about them so the first ever countdown clock we just did like the animation you know so it wasn't actually the countdown clock it was just like yeah I mean I, I wouldn't do it now, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I learned, but it actually performed surprisingly well. So it wasn't a stupid idea after all, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, um, cool. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to the Q4 because we have planned a lot of cool, yeah. fun and different things. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll probably share some of our best performing campaigns with you guys. We'll share our experience after after this crazy season ends but now it's i think it's just the perfect time to prepare for the season so Mm -hmm. it's not as crazy for you and when it comes to the holidays email marketing 2020 your online destination like your web 
website, your pop-ups, your emails, they need to be on point. They need to be ready for the big show. And in this episode, we actually will be talking about how you can prepare for the Black Friday and the holidays with what you already have. Because I know that a lot of you guys already have your welcome flows, abandonment card froze, froze, <laughs> flows, <laughs> uh, browse abandonment and stuff like that. It doesn't mean that you need to like retire them completely for the season, but tweaking them a bit can make a huge, huge difference. Mm-hmm. So optimizing your existing flows won't only help you increase your conversion rates, but it can actually also help you with your average order value. Value, assuming you are receiving high quality traffic. Yeah. So Alyssa, let's talk about the very first probably point of contact with your customer, your welcome series. How can we tweak that? Yeah. To make so it more festive. With uh, yeah, right. Put a put a big fat red bow on it and call it a day. <laughs> I wish. I wish it was that easy. <laughs> so um, you guys have heard us talking about welcome series before. So it's that kind of welcome slash um, slash pre-purchase slash kind of like intro series that you usually um, have triggered for anyone who opts into your email list for the first time, unless they're using a different email, then they'll see the emails again. Anyways, so a welcome series is where you're basically creating one of your first possible impressions that your customers will have of your brand, especially during the holiday season. During the holiday season, it's probably likely that you'll have a lot of people who are kind of... uh, imitating that whole concept of like window shopping. And so they're just kind of plugging their email where they can to see what they can get out of what brands and stuff. So you want to be able to give a really good first impression. So to do that, you want to make sure your emails are on brand and provide value in that welcome series. And the other thing that you should look at doing is using those emails in order to ask your customers what type of content that they'd like to receive and how often they'd like to hear from you. So if you're doing that, great. If not, definitely a recommendation. You can also use the welcome series emails um, to provide your customers with educational content as well, such as your wishlist feature, your holiday gift guide, any anything else that you have that will provide their holiday shopping experience to be a little more exciting and a little more useful and a little more helpful. So those emails in the welcome series, they should really help to set the right expectations of what your brand is all about. And they can help you and your brand stand out during the holiday shopping frenzy. So few things with that. Welcome series is a really great time to set the expectation and to also help yourself as the brand when it comes to segmenting and personalization. So going back to that point that I just brought up, you want to try and get as much information as possible about your new subscriber in this welcome flow so you know how to target them next. Are they a window shopper? Are they an impulse buyer? Are they a potential future VIP customer? Are they a last minute shopper? Are they a deal hunter? Luckily for us, Clavio is able to track subscriber behavior so easily. So these behaviors you can use to your advantage in order to send the right message to the right person at the right time throughout the holidays, but also going past the holidays too, because we get really hyped up for the holidays and it's really important, but also that crushing feeling once you hit mid-January and you're like, oh my gosh, where did everybody go? You want to try and minimize how much that happens. The other thing that you definitely want to include is information about your return policy, because that is a huge deciding factor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, for for me personally, and Vera, I don't know about you, but that kind of is a deciding factor for me when I buy anything online when it comes to the holidays. Um, You should make sure that your 
return policy is visible and clear on your product pages on your website, everywhere on your website really, but you should also highly consider creating a banner that will display in every one of your emails that loudly and proudly feature your return policy. So you basically just wanna have that information as open as possible if it's solid. If it's not solid, you better work on a solid return policy plan because if not- I don't mention it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Or uh, you'll probably lose people. Just a couple of stats around the return policy. So the National Retail Federation found that 75% of their holiday shoppers looked at a brand's return policies before making a purchase and 22% didn't make a purchase because of a poor return policy. So wow. if, if you don't have something solid in place, you will lose people. It's almost a guarantee, especially in this craziness of people not trusting the post office, people not sure of when and how and etc. of things going out, especially with the influx of what we're expecting in the e-commerce industry for this holiday season. It's super important. And again, due to the ramifications of COVID-19, the number of holiday shoppers who will avoid merchants due to subpar return policy will likely increase drastically in 2020. So making sure that you're prominently displaying a forgiving return policy is really essential to sales. And honestly, that's something that some of my clients were even doing early on when the pandemic hit back in mm -hmm. March, April, May timeframe, they were sending out emails like, hey, listen, given given the pandemic, you now have 60 days on, on our return policy versus oh, the wow. 30 or whatever it and is. And how so, did those campaigns perform? Yeah, it, so the campaigns themselves didn't necessarily perform well because there wasn't really like a call to action in the sense mm -hmm, of like mm -hmm. purchasing, but it was just more applicable across the board. The one thing that like did really well with that campaign. Relationship building, right? Exactly, the relationship building, and there was a lot of engagement on the campaign in the sense that people were replying back and saying like, wow, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Like there was a lot of direct communication between the brand and the, mm -hmm. and the customers, which is, as we've mentioned before, huge for deliverability. So yeah. the client was not unhappy <laughs> about this kind of things. They are super difficult to measure, but uh -huh. oh my God, how important are yeah. they? Super, super. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So with the welcome series overall, just making sure that you are using it to your advantage as a brand, but then also making sure that you're adding value to the person's holiday shopping experience and gauging what kind of customers are coming to your website or potential customers anyways are coming to your website. So that's number one, making sure that you're optimizing your welcome series emails. Right. And welcome series are for your new customers. So for people who either haven't bought from you in the past or who haven't heard about you in the past so this is your chance to introduce your brand to answer all of customers questions before they even have them so that's definitely a big one that's definitely a big one yeah, yeah well the next well the next big thing that you can do is to optimize your abandonment card flow and abandonment and browse abandonment flow yep. here are some heartbreaking numbers well <laughs> heartbreaking for us as people who work in the e-commerce industry. So research suggests that between 47 and 72% of consumers, they experience some kind of checkout friction and that basically stops them from finishing the purchasing process. And the stakes will be even higher during the yeah. upcoming holiday season because uh, remember we mentioned that this is going to be one of the biggest season for e-commerce in the history of e-commerce. So the stakes are high. And during 2019 holiday season, approximately $8.6 billion were lost in e-commerce sales due to checkout cart abandonment. 
Amendment. Jeez. So yeah, so that's a lot of money if you ask me. That's a lot of money. Why eight point six billion dollars? That's but, too many zeros. <laughs> I know, right? I how many is it? Like nine, it's, I think, or something. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of zeros. Anyway, <laughs> maybe maybe more, maybe more. But that doesn't mean though that you have to admit the defeat, right? The good news is, even though we can't eliminate the abandonment card completely we can minimize the likelihood of this happening and email marketing is your secret weapon so many of you already have the abandonment card sequences and that's mm-hmm. great keep running them but you can tweak them a bit you can change them a bit you can put a little santa hats on your flows yeah so they like perform better and uh, you will be using abandonment card emails to immediately remind your customers about what they left behind. Yes, but you will be doing it in style and capture your customers' limited attention during the busy holiday season. And yeah, believe me, you have to be different to be seen in customers' yeah. in customers' inboxes this day. So here's one example of the abandonment card sequence that we have created for one of our customers. So email number one will just ask the customer, hey, do you need assistance this holiday season? Do you have any questions or something like that? We don't want to be giving the discount right away. But again, that's something that based on your business strategy, on your overall marketing, I know that some people like to give this discount right away. That's not something that we recommend doing. So email number two, you can create the urgency saying, hey, our stock is running low. And in email number two, you can actually present the discount. But again, in a festive, fun way, you can, I don't know, reindeer, Santa Claus and eggnog, (laughs) the more the merrier. Um, Email number three, uh, it's usually a discount reminder, but you can make it a bit fun. You can make something different. You can also deliver the content and you can do something like gift guide 2020. So uh, here's the discount reminder, but hey, here's the gift that your mom might like, or here's something that our CEO likes or or whatever. Mm -hmm. So here are the five gift ideas. And I remember, Alyssa, you even mentioned, you even have had the strategy where you basically had like different gift guides for different personas, which I think is amazing. So like the gift uh, for, for him, gift for her. Right, gift right. For, depending on yeah. what your depending on mm-hmm. what your brand sells. So like if there's a way to and even if it's not necessarily like him versus her, mom versus mm-hmm. dad, daughter versus son, whatever, if you're able to like segment your subscribers yeah. really well, then you can kind of decide on your end what will fit the type of subscriber they are. So Right, right. And um, that's something we are strong believers in segmentation. So yeah, Yeah, so that's like, instead of sending like a good old reminder, just add something festive to it. Email number four. And I, I saw it, I think, was it some kind of is there either Sephora did it last year or Glossier or something like that? They did like our CEO's favorite product of 2019 or something like mm-hmm. that. So basically they used like some of their bestsellers. So this was their way to cross sell the bestseller, but it was in a fun and a festive way. And you can do something like, hey, here is our customer service girl favorite Christmas song and favorite product in yeah, our store or something that. like that. So just put a human face on your brand. Don't be scared to do that. People love that. People respond really well to this kind of content. So instead of just doing like a cold promoting, faceless promoting, 
just do, do something fun this holiday season. And alternatively, you can do something like here are the top five staff picks mm-hmm. um, for this year. And you can yeah, be promoting the, the best sellers right there. So it is fun. It is you're still selling your products. You're still like pushing the products that needs to be purchased, but you're doing it in a festive and, and cute little way. Right. And something that we will be doing this year, uh, we plan to like replace the regular abandonment cart flows with this festive one, sometimes around like Cyber Monday. So basically when all the Cyber Monday craziness is done, mm-hmm. we will turn on our abandonment cart flow, the new one, and we will turn it off, turn it off like before Christmas probably. So that's something that we plan to do. And you can actually do something similar with your browse abandonment flow as well. So offer your assistant, um, talk about how your stock is running low, offer some discounts and you can be doing like a different discounts to different customers, but that's like an entirely different topic of probably the entire podcast. (laughs) Um, Gift guide, uh, cross-selling products. Basically the same strategy can be applied to both abandonment cart and browse abandonment, but obviously do them a bit different so they are not like repetitive but I'm really looking forward to see like those numbers because I think that it's going to work really really well this year yeah Yeah. I couldn't agree more and I love that even something as simple as like I know you kind of said it jokingly Vera but like even throwing a Santa hat on like the top like in the top corner of your emails like those little details are so Mm -hmm. important and customers see them you know and they recognize So if you as a brand don't have the bandwidth to go crazy and like completely redesign emails and stuff, just add a little finishing touch to whatever's there, as well as optimizing the messaging that you're using for your customers, because it it just it goes along such a long way, such, such a long way. Yeah, I know. And you you can also be creative with your discount. Some something that I will be doing for one of my clients as um, around Christmas time, we will be doing this like resolve the riddle or guess the discount code basically Mm -hmm. so they will instead of getting like a regular discount code they will get a question something like who's the fastest santa's reindeer or something like that right that will be their coupon so we will not be giving away the coupon we'll give away the we'll tell them like the riddle or whatever and mm-hmm. this will be the coupon so we just want to be more fun this holiday season especially with everything happening in the world we just want to make it as festive as fun and entertaining as we can right and like you had mentioned earlier Vera it's important that you're seen this holiday season because everybody is going to be hopping on the e-commerce bandwagon. So you have to really kind of push your way to the top and, and make yourself mm-hmm. as fun and engaging as and holiday-esque as possible. So definitely, definitely important. Holiday-esque? I yeah. like it. Holiday-esque. Like it. So it would be the word holiday and then dash E-S-Q-U-E. Oh, like I love it. Like, I don't know. I think you can I'm add writing, that to any I'm writing word. it down in my notebook. <laughs> I still have like a notebook with new English words <laughs> that I'm learning, you know? So esque, I think you can just add it to the end of pretty much any word. And it's like, it implies that like you're the essence of it. So like, if mm. you're like, I mean, you can't really say funny-esque, but. Funny-esque. You know, <laughs> like there's a, there's a way to do great. it where it's like, <laughs> yeah, cool. there's a way, love there's it. a way. We'll go through love it later. <laughs> so funny my personal ESL tutor Alyssa yeah there (laughs) I here I am here I am (laughs) learning so much new from you (laughs) 
Okay, so the next series that we want to focus on for you to optimize for the holiday season is your post-purchase or your thank you emails, your post-purchase series, the emails that you send to thank people. So as most of you already know, we've spoken about this a lot, shoppers get a lot of emails during the holidays and a lot of emails in general. But a thank you email is a simple courtesy that really helps you thank your customer for making a purchase from you. And it goes a long way, huge, huge long way. So in your thank you emails, you can also ask your customers to leave product reviews so you can add it to your website. You can ask them to engage in some way so that you're generating user content. There are so many different things that you can use for those that set of thank you emails. So then that way you're kind of pulling more out of the customer without asking for too, too much. And the review side of things is really huge because most customers actually look through product reviews before they buy anything. So these reviews can actually help you gain even more customers during the holidays, which again, very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you emails we also use as a great opportunity to cross sell or upsell some of the other products that you may sell during the holidays. Oh, yeah, that's huge. Which is, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a really big one. So ultimately, the post purchase series is a great chance to solidify the trust and rapport that you've built with the customer, which is clearly enough that they would actually buy one of your products. And whether they're old customers or new customers, it's really important to just recognize that they've given you business. So don't miss out on the loyal loyal customers that you have there because those are the people that are helping you stay afloat, you know, keep, keep mm-hmm. the business alive, keep the brand alive. And when it comes to cross-selling or upselling within these emails, there is no better time than the holidays to do that. So again, this is kind of going back to sort of like what my little theme across this episode has been. Make sure that you use the huge amounts of data that Clavio provides for you to target special promotions and campaigns toward customers that would actually take advantage. So like there are specific campaigns that make sense for people like window shoppers, people who are deal hunters. For deal hunters, they're not going to purchase until they see a really good deal. And it's not Mm -hmm. to say that you always have to take money off of your products so that you lose money out on the situation, but they're always going to be looking for, okay, what are other competitors doing? How does the quality apply across the board with these competitors and who's giving me the more bang for my buck kind of thing? So with the deal hunters, you want to target them in a specific way. With window shoppers, you want to target them in a different way because these people are not quick to make a purchase they're going to browse and browse and browse and browse and browse until (laughs) december 15th and then they're like oh dang now i got to make a purchase (laughs) what should i buy then you have those last minute shoppers so for people like that you want to make sure that you're sending them messages of urgency like this is your last day to make this purchase or this is the last day to take advantage of this sale just making sure that you're understanding who your people are who your subscribers are and again sending the right kind of message to them if you have these high profile kind of VIP customers who are always buying very high priced, very high quality products and they buy consistently, you can create a gift guide specifically for those people and send them out a campaign that says, hey, here's your stuff for $100, $200, $300. You can even create these bundles for them where it's like buy six of these different products and then we'll throw this seventh product in as part of like the bundle set that you're purchasing. Stuff like that. So just try and get very creative. With this like tiers, of uh, average order value that's something that we've done many times for Mm -hmm. the campaigns but somehow i didn't think that we can actually do it for the flows and we can yeah exactly Yeah. yeah so it's just making sure that you're you're going through your subscriber list particularly the people who are making purchases and kind of understanding what their behaviors are like with with one of my clients they sell uh wine 
either retail or subscription. And there are some customers that they actually know by name that they've never met wow. before because of the pattern of their purchase history and also mm-hmm. the value of their purchase history. So under really gain, gaining an understanding of your customer like that is just going to help you so much across the board, but especially when it comes to these post-purchase emails, because then you know how to retarget these people. So you can create a post-purchase series for brand new customers, and you can also create a post-purchase series for customers that you've had for the last six years. You can create one for people who are just making their second purchase for the first time, whatever it is, you know? So just making sure that you're, again, reviewing your subscribers, looking at their purchasing behaviors, and then utilizing that to your advantage. Because the more campaigns that you're sending out that are targeted perfectly to those people, the more you're going to see those revenue numbers go up, those open rates, click-through rates, all your metrics are just going to fly through the roof. And then uh, Clavio is going to be very happy to have you <laughs> on board. Yeah, and, I'm, and I'm really glad that you brought it up because you have to kind of speak differently to those different kinds of people, right? You, you yeah. speak differently to your best friend versus your, like the person that you've just met. Maybe you don't want to be like too, too open or too, too aggressive with people that you like don't really know. But with your best friend, you can be like all, all crazy. And it's the right. same with with those like loyal fans of your business so that's actually an interesting point Alyssa I'm glad you you mentioned it that's something I'm gonna implement <laughs> after our podcast you see yeah there you go this, I know we, we learn like, stuff on our podcast ourselves we're like so brainstorming like... right on the podcast <laughs> we should invite our entire team it's gonna be messy but it's gonna be fun <laughs> yeah. yeah and another big one and you kind of covered it in your post-purchase sequence but there are people who are I want to say deer hunters I'm, I'm struggling so hard to not say deer hunters and tell and say deal hunters, <laughs> not like animal deer, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Deal, deal, deal. I had a hard time with you. Got it the first time. The first time I understood. Deal hunters, yeah. deal hunters. So yes, there are a bunch of customers, or there is maybe like a small group or big group. It depends. Of customers who only come back to you or to your business like right around the time when the Thanksgiving turkey is put away, you know? <laughs> so we, we call them holiday deal hunters and that's like totally fine. Every business have like this kind of customers yeah. and competing for their attention for basically the purchase is actually, it's, it's pretty important. So how to get their attention? One of the best ways to do that is to optimize your win back emails. So win back emails are basically the sequence of emails that go to customers who either a haven't purchased anything from you for like x months like 12 months or six months or three months depends how you like configure this flow Mm -hmm. or they haven't like opened your emails or they are not engaged at all again um, you can configure it differently you can kind of have like both criterion or you can have only one of them but anyways uh, optimizing your win back flow and making it more relevant around the holidays is actually a big, big deal. So send those customers a series of promotional emails with promotion clearly called out in the subject line. So they at least like see your email and open it. So something like, I really like this example from Clavio um, Holiday Bootcamp. They had this like confirmed $10 leggings plus 30% off everything online. Uh, you're welcome. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's catchy. It's, it's, it's simple. And you're basically like saying the 
promotion, you're calling out the promotion in the subject line. So they know what to expect. And you can also include some eye-catching visuals of like 50% off sale or something like timers, countdowns and stuff like that. So, and as a part of this flows, you can also recommend some items that are complementary to something they have purchased in the past. Say um, you can set it up like, hey, if person purchased like this black leggings in the past, cross sell this black t-shirt or something yeah. like that. So you can also show them your holiday gift or recommendation like that holiday um like a gift guide or something. So you have to be aggressive with those guys. You have to be aggressive. You have to put the deal in front of them, like mm -hmm. everywhere where customer is, social media, email, SMS, um, I don't know, like a pigeon post, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you, you have to, you have to get them back, but don't, be, but don't be sad if you will not see them until the next year. There are some strategies how to like re-engage those customers and we'll probably discuss them later, but it is the reality of e-commerce business there are some people who are coming back to your website just around the holidays and you just should know how to like approach them correctly mm -hmm. so yeah for yeah. sure the win back is always an interesting one because it's one that that clients are always like i want it and then you're like okay well what like what kind of what's your deal like what does your win back what should your win back look like based on subscriber behavior and they're like I don't know, but I just want it. And you're like, oh my <laughs> word, you know? So definitely the whole like understanding that you're going to have some, some customers that are very seasonal because they know that that's, right. that's when the holidays chirp up and that's when your deals chirp up and that's when they're going to come back. But I mean, ultimately those people are going to just boost your revenue anyways, and they're still there and they know that you exist. They're just, for whatever reason, don't see a need for you all year round, which kind of hurts the heart, but it's uh like you said, Vera, it is what it is. It's just one of those things you got to deal with. Take it, take it in stride and keep moving. Okay, awesome. Well, so everybody, these are the four flows that we highly suggest you optimize specifically for your holiday season. So your welcome series, your abandonment cart, your browse abandonment, your post purchase, and your win back flows. So if you have those in place, make sure that you optimize them for the holidays and especially as Vera mentioned make sure that you time them well where you turn them on the day after Cyber Monday and then mm -hmm. they're back off as soon as I mean you hit pretty much Christmas time yeah. essentially don't forget to turn them off yeah turn them off but then turn your turn turn your old ones back on oh yeah <laughs> you oh, don't yeah. want to lose <laughs> you don't want to lose any of those potential December 26th shoppers Boxing Day shoppers I guess in the rest of the world mm -hmm. guys thank you so much for joining us today don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends if you have any questions at all that you'd like us to feature on our podcast um, episodes in the future send them to us at flowium.com slash ask. And just as a, a quick note, all the resources that we mentioned on today's episode will be linked in the description of this podcast episode. So make sure that you check them out because there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, I think one of the links that we'll be including is the Clavio, their kind of version of a holiday guide, but it, it talks about everything mm -hmm. from like how to optimize your website to your flows. So right. um, definitely use it because it's, it's a good one for sure. It's, yeah.
yeah and if you want to get involved in a community join us at flowium.com slash community just like a bunch of really cool entrepreneurs uh, e-commerce enthusiasts and email marketers and if you're interested in getting some more advice on how to establish a good email marketing strategy for your e-commerce business uh, visit us at flowium.com slash contact and sign up for a free consultation i love it i actually learned recently that we actually perform an audit which is really cool. So um, if you're a business and, or an e-commerce brand and, and you have uh, flows in place already, but you're like, well, how can we optimize these? Mm-hmm. You can actually submit a request for an audit um, oh, that's and cool. we can perform an audit where we basically tell you what you're doing, where we would make improvements and then kind of go from there. So definitely worthwhile to check out, especially for the holidays. I feel like that's this is such a crucial time to audit what you have going so that you're not only prepared for the holidays, but you're also prepared for next year too. So definitely check it out. And then for next week's episode, we're super excited. Actually, one of my clients who I mentioned, this will be part one of a part, a two-part series, mini series within our podcast episodes, we are going to be interviewing one of the co-founders and co-owners of Wine Awesomeness. The podcast episode is awesome as well. We'll be talking about digital partnership marketing and, and how that can help you boost your subscriber list. Um, And this is actually a pretty interesting topic, especially as we come to holidays, because you could potentially utilize this kind of feature in order to uh, boost the amount of subscribers and kind of the intake of people that you see come into your Clavio list for the holidays, which is definitely helpful, (laughs) not hurtful, but definitely helpful. So uh, yeah, make sure you stay tuned. Listen to us next week. We love talking to y'all. So thank you guys so much for another episode. Listen, Linda, listen, listen to us. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, you guys, and see you next week. See you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Email Einstein. Can you feel that? Your marketing brain just got a little bit bigger. We ask that you please use it wisely. You've got all the theory you need to get out there and start boosting your sales because great emails equals revenue squared. Just in 2022, we help our e-commerce client generate over 250 millions in revenue through effective email marketing strategy. And now we can help you too. Stop missing out on the potential revenue your email could be generating for your business right now. Take advantage of our free email marketing audit today and let our team help you optimize your email for maximum conversion. Go to flowium.com audit and book your audit today. It's F-L-O-W-I-U-M dot com slash a u d i t flown dot com slash audit